Welcome to the Wolves and Sheeple podcast. I am Winston the Wolf, your host for today. So we are going to be doing this live today. I've got a ton of stuff to cover. The world is going crazy. It's burning around us. We have a bunch of insane maniacs in government trying to completely destroy the uh, civil rights of its citizens worldwide. It's happening everywhere. And, you know, we're, we're watching a media propaganda uh, apparatus that is uh, basically aiding and abetting these criminals in government and um, manufacturing consent from the sleeping sheeple. Yes, that's right. I don't often use the titular line of this podcast often, but it seems to me that more and more people are just completely asleep just completely blindfolded to the reality that is that is just staring us right in the face. So we're gonna we're gonna cover a bunch of stuff today. I wanted to start off with the whole Dave Chappelle fiasco, right? So Dave Chappelle, if you didn't know, uh, came out with a new Netflix stand-up special called Sticks and Stones, and he made some uh, somewhat edgy jokes not even not even all that edgy to be honest with you just a just a handful of edgy jokes but um hey you know what the sjw orthodoxy that is ruling the world and trying to shrink the overton window into a you know barely allowable level of speech in today's modern society is they i mean they're hardcore right if you go against this left-wing agenda you will be destroyed by the propaganda machine, right? So you can see here on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, they were he was at a 0%, so a couple people chimed in with a good review. But as you can see here on Rotten Tomatoes, he's got a 31% for the critic score and a 99% for the audience score. Now, I'm sure you guys have all seen this already, so it's not new news or anything like that, but... I wanted to dive into a little bit more, uh, a little bit more of a in-depth situation here that I think we can all learn from, right? What can we learn from Dave Chappelle? I really like Dave Chappelle. I think he's hilarious. Um, you know, I'm one of the people that uh, you know watched his original show on Comedy Central, and um, you know, he seems like a decent enough guy. He's a family man, and uh, y- you know, he's. He's a great comedian. You know, it's kind of hard to disagree with that. The only people that would disagree with that are all of the psychos in the media that want to uh, berate this guy because he made a few jokes about trans people, right? We are no longer allowed to joke by the, the, the psychotic propagandists in the mainstream media. It's just the way it is, guys. It's, uh, you know, you bow down to the left-wing agenda or you will be destroyed. So, um, the reason I'm bringing up Dave Chappelle here, some of you might not know, especially if you're younger, but uh, Dave Chappelle went through this one time before, right? So, like many people that uh, rise to fame quickly in in the Hollywood ecosystem, uh, these ultra-powerful moguls that control you know, who makes it and who doesn't in Hollywood, um, he he was getting taken advantage of by these executives over at Comedy Central. I'm not going to get too deep into this, but long story short, he was like, you know what? I quit. If you guys don't want to be fair with me, I quit. You don't want to let me do what I want to do, I quit. And so he did. Well, this didn't make the executives in Hollywood in the, uh, they call it that the gay mafia, right? Didn't make them happy. So the, the mainstream media came after Dave Chappelle super, super hard. It was, uh, yeah, one of the early renditions of the cancel culture, right? The cancel culture that we see now all the time, right? One person slips up, says the wrong thing, the entire weight of the mainstream media, and then followed by all the idiots in social media, uh, you know, they, they, they basically come down on you, try to force you off, try to bully you out, try to get you fired, try to get you uh, your contracts removed, whatever the case might be. We all know what it is, right? But he was a victim of this. The mainstream media 
was actually running articles saying that that Dave Chappelle was a crackhead. Literally a crackhead. They were saying that he was on crack. And he was flying over to Africa in order to smoke crack, right? So they made up all these insane stories about the guy. They came after him hard. So then what did Dave do? He decided to go underground, mind his own business, went back to his hometown, took care of his family, and that was pretty much it, right? So that's why he's been out of the public eye for the, for the longest time, right? The propaganda that they were using against him and the stories that they were running against this guy, I mean, it was obscene, right? He, he really should have been, he really should have sued. You know, that's what I would have liked to have seen happen, but then again, it's difficult going against people with unlimited resources, unlimited power, and connections to all of the most powerful people in the entire world, right? So, the reason I'm bringing this up is because we're seeing round two of this cancel culture. If you have not if you have not seen his stand-up, if you've not seen his stand-up, I would advise watching it. I wouldn't say it's uh, you know groundbreaking or anything completely over the top or ultra red-pilled or anything like that. That's not what I'm saying. But right at the beginning of his stand-up set, he mentioned a few people. First off, Prince, right? Prince, another guy that had a similar battle that Dave Chappelle had, right? For those of you that don't know, if you see here on the screen, there's this symbol, right? So Prince, you know, pretty pretty indisputed that he's a musical genius, right? Worth millions of dollars. His music, everybody knows what his music is, right? He was extremely valuable as an artist, and these record, these record companies do the same thing as Hollywood, right? They take advantage of their people okay he actually was in a big huge contract battle over his name his likeness his music what he could do what he couldn't do and finally he said okay he's not allowed to do what he wants so he ended up changing his name to this symbol right here that's right legally changed his name he released i don't know how many albums i don't know the in-depth you know in-depth uh details of this or anything but he changed his name to the symbol. And he was really, really rebelling against the control structure in the music industry, right? Now, the one thing they have to keep in mind when you're looking at all of this is that there's one ruling class, right? It's Hollywood, the music industry, government, big tech, corporations. It's all one big ruling class. It's all super deeply intertwined, all, all extremely connected with one another, right? So if you step on the toes of somebody in Hollywood, you run the risk of having government coming after you or the music industry or whatever, right? You get the point. So then, of course, Prince mysteriously dies, just like so many celebrities. There's always, you know, mysterious circumstances, you know, and uh, it's just a, a pattern that we see over and over again with these celebrities, these actors, these musicians, right? They die in these mysterious ways, which Dave Chappelle alludes to in his stand-up right at the very beginning of his set. Next one, Michael Jackson. You, you can go onto YouTube, you can go anywhere, and you can find endless footage of Michael Jackson speaking out against Hollywood and the music industry, right? My opinion, Michael Jackson was probably innocent he was probably the victim of more hollywood and mainstream media character assassination um, somebody that talks about this in depth is razor fist he does a really good job and makes a really good case for why he believes that uh, michael jackson is innocent and um, i don't know either way you know what i mean but one way or the other we do know that the mainstream media and uh, you know the people in power came after michael jackson in a very hard way and he died in a very very mysterious manner right so I'm not getting into the details of this but the reason I'm bringing this up is because Dave Chappelle was also talking about Michael Jackson right then another person that he mentions Anthony Bourdain Anthony Bourdain was 
vocally speaking out against the Clintons, and many people believe that he had some dirt that he was going to be releasing about the Clintons. Now, for those of you know that, and, and you know, you can almost always tell when there's some kind of you know shadow government, deep state operation, is when you see the media coming out, such as Snopes, and running interference, right, running uh, cover stories to, you know, hopefully get ahead of the so-called conspiracy theories, right? So there's multiple Snopes articles about uh, about Anthony Bourdain. Which, if you know anything about Snopes, basically what they do is they say, no, that's not true. And they don't offer any real facts or anything, right? They just, you know, they, they, they quote another mainstream media article. They never really disprove any of the claims that they make, right? It's just this, it's this trick that the media uses, right? They just use all of their, uh, all of their, all of their language, right? The baseless conspiracy theories, unfounded conspiracy theorists, crazy conspiracy theorists. So they, 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 they use all this terminology to get people to just dismiss any information that might run counter to the mainstream narrative, right? That's what they do. Anyways, back to the point. Anthony Bourdain hung himself, you know, and, uh, and that's one of the things that Dave Chappelle's talking about. This guy was at the top of his career, the height of his career, traveling the world, eating great food, you know, it was supposedly in a loving relationship, but what was he doing? He was speaking out against the Clintons, and uh, he was doing it very publicly, very vocally, and uh, extremely interesting that uh, shortly thereafter, he was found suicided, right? Hung himself with a tie, and um, you know, that's this is the thing that we see, right? These people hanging themselves on doorknobs in hotels. Multiple celebrities doing this, right? Do I have any evidence that these people were were murdered? No, but I mean, it just it comes to a point where you have so many coincidences, right? Back to back to back coincidences, the same exact scenario where it eventually becomes statistically impossible for it to not be a, a, a conspiracy, right? And that happens all the time. We see it all the time. It's the same pattern. All you need to do to start really seeing the the true mechanisms that control this world is you just watch for the patterns, right? They do it over and over and over again. You know, the media comes out. They do all this character assassination, nonsense propaganda. Next thing you know, celebrity is found dead and under mysterious circumstances and then just gets brushed away by the media and anybody asking questions oh you're just crazy that can possibly happen right even though even though we get non-stop evidence that there are disgusting dirty pedophile sickos running this world in government hollywood all over the world right so i think it's extremely interesting right i think it's extremely interesting that Dave Chappelle, who's been at war with the media for a long time, he's been at war with his handlers for a long time, finally comes back into the public eye, right? And the, one of the first things that he does, right? And I know he's been back for a while, but one of the first things he does is start throwing that shadow of doubt on the situation of these three people that died under suspicious circumstances and that were also in similar battles against the controllers as Dave Chappelle. So... That's what we can learn from this. Dave Chappelle is dropping little nuggets of truth. You know, nothing mind-blowing, nothing that we, you know, you and I don't already know, right? But it's still dropping little nuggets of truth, right? And millions of people are watching his stuff, right? So now they're like, hmm, it kind of is a little bit suspicious that uh, Anthony Bourdain killed himself, right? So I think it's interesting. Now, here's, a, here's, here's the thing that I'm worried about is what's going to happen with Dave Chappelle? There's a few options, right? We might see him fade away, fade out of the public eye, right? Because they obviously want him gone. You can always tell what the motivation is, right? When you see this propaganda nonsense, right? They want him gone. They want him to either conform or they want him gone, right? So if he keeps speaking out like this, who knows what his contracts look like? I'm sure he's going to have more specials and everything. He's still, he's still worth a lot of money to these people, right? 
So if he keeps speaking out and he doesn't take the knee, he doesn't bow and kiss the ring of the controllers in charge, right? Well, there's a good chance that uh, we might see uh, Dave Chappelle uh, hanging, hanging himself with a tie from a doorknob in a hotel room. That'd be very unfortunate, but there's a good chance that that might happen, right? I mean, there there is a chance that that could happen. You know, the people that, that stand up against these vile, sickening people, well, they get offed, right? Anthony or Anthony Bourdain. I wonder, uh, wonder what Anthony Bourdain would tell us about this situation. What do you think he would have to say about this? He could look back and say, you know, from beyond the grave. What do you think he would have to say about this? I bet you he'd wish that he'd uh, dropped whatever information he supposedly had a lot sooner than he did. Didn't even get a chance to. So, anyways, let's move on. Speaking of uh, psychotic, authoritarian, government maniacs, let's watch a little video. It's just a minute long, but uh, let's let's just take a little look. It's a little little bit of fun here. What do you think about that? What do you think about that? So, Beta Beta O'Rourke the Cuck used to be in a little tidy, tidy whitey band named the Sheeps. Isn't that funny? So that guy, I mean, this guy, just like all these other Manchurian candidates, he, he reminds me a lot of Obama, right? Obama, he had one, one, uh, one term in the Senate, I believe, and then. And then just out of nowhere, like, he's their guy, right? Out of nowhere. Didn't do anything of note his entire life. And then just, just bam, shoved into the limelight, right? And that's kind of the same thing with with Beto. The difference between Beta is that uh, we have a little bit more uh, evidence of his past, right? He's a little rich boy. Mommy and Daddy had a bunch of money. And, uh, you know, he was a little party maniac when he was younger, right? Now we we see that he's in this band, The Sheep. I, I just find it hilarious that that's the name, right? All the sheep that would ever think that this guy, they would want this guy representing them in government or any form of authority. Just complete insanity, right? So, uh, you know, we know that he's he, he uh, fled the scene of a drunk driving accident that he had. Anyways, the guy's just a total loser. He's a total scumbag. He's a total piece of garbage. So I wanted to bring up this because... It's always loser psychopaths in government that uh, they want to order everybody around, right? It's always total loser psychopaths that want power to begin with, right? You, does anybody really think that any of these scumbags running for office actually, actually care about the people in this country or anywhere else, right? I mean, really, does anybody think these people care? Really, Biden, anybody think Biden cares about anybody? Beto O'Rourke, I mean, really, come on, like, g give me a break, these people are all so disingenuous, they're all nothing but liars, they're all a bunch of psychopaths, and they just want to be the one that presses the button, right, they want to be the ones to tell you and I what to do, what we can or can't do, right, speaking of what we can or can't do, what's up with Trump, man, I mean, he's just becoming more and more disappointing as time goes on, now he wants to ban vaping, like, get out of here, the guy, this guy, he's just, just another puppet, right? So let's get back to Beta, Beto O'Rourke, the cuckmeister, and uh, let's see what he said in the last debate. Congressman O'Rourke, because I know this is personal to you. El Paso is your hometown. Some on this stage have suggested a voluntary buyback for guns in this country. You've gone further. You said, quote, Americans who own AR-15s and AK-47s will have to sell them to the government, all of them. 
You know, the critics call this confiscation. Are you proposing taking away their guns, and how would this work? I am. If it's a weapon that was designed to kill people on a battlefield, if the high-impact, high-velocity round, when it hits your body, shreds everything inside of your body because it was designed to do that so that you would bleed to death on a battlefield and not be able to get up and kill one of our soldiers, when we see that being used against children, and in Odessa, I met the mother of a 15-year-old girl who was shot by an AR-15, mm -hmm. and that mother watched her bleed to death over the course of an hour because so many other people were shot by that AR-15 in Odessa and Midland. There weren't enough ambulances to get to them in time. Hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15, your AK-47. We're not going to allow it to be used against our fellow Americans anymore. Now that's disturbing. You know, it's disturbing. There are people actually, uh, I don't know if you, if you saw in the video there, but there's actually people doing a uh, standing ovation. Hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15 and AK-47s. Like, really, Beto? Really, Beta? I mean, you know, it's, it's. do you think he's going to be the one knocking on your door and, uh, and uh, executing SWAT team raids to disarm peaceful people? Uh, you know, you know that's not going to be the case, right? So, just another Manchurian candidate psychopath, and um, just zero respect for people at all, right? Millions upon millions of people, and there's millions of instances where crimes are stopped uh, via peaceful people with firearms, and yet another lunatic wants to disarm the people. And this uh, anti-gun rhetoric, it's it's getting it's getting heated. It's getting dangerous. I mean. Yes, it's a it's a minority, but this minority has a lot of power. Um, they they pull the strings of the media, and um, you know we're 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 sitting at a very dangerous point right now. It, it's it it it's disturbing to me that people would actually trust the psychopathic murderers in government to regulate our use or lack thereof of firearms, right? These people have the blood of the innocents on their hands every single day. We are our country, our government, the people in government, are directing people to be murdered in our name all over the world, right? So, you know, anybody in their right mind would actually think that it's a good idea to give these people the power and control and authority to tell us what we can or cannot do or use to defend ourselves, right? Like, it'd be a great idea to give the maniacs that want to invade all the countries in the world, right? Venezuela, you know, Iran, Russia. I mean, if it was up to them, they we would just be we would just be dropping nukes all over the place, right? So, the 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 fact that everybody Congress has all-time low approval ratings, right? Everybody agrees, both left, right, center, whatever your persuasion is, right? Everybody agrees that government is corrupt, it can't be trusted, it needs to be fixed, it needs to be changed, right? But then on the other hand, you know, half of this group believes that uh, they should be the ones that control all force, right? They should be the ones to, to give permission as to who may or may not own a specific type of firearm, or any firearms at all, right? It makes no logical sense, which is right in line with the modern left in this country, nothing that they say or do makes any sense. It's all filled and backed up by absolute lies and falsehoods completely. Every single argument that they make is built on a total house of lies. And it has to be because none of it makes any logical sense, right? But that's the thing. It's not built on logic. It's built on my feelings, right? And that's what the media does. That's what the media and these politicians do. If you notice what beta... Beta the cuck uh, O'Rourke said, right? He started talking about the kids, the kids, right? That's what they always do. But then again, that's the same guy that wants, uh, you know, uh, a nine-month, you know, nine-month pregnancy to be uh, terminated, right? That's what they want. They want free abortions for the entire world. Abortions for everybody, right? They all want to invade the Middle East some more and drop bombs all over the place. So they don't, they don't care about kids. And for anybody that believes that, if you're sitting here like, well, you know, they want to protect the citizen. Really, you think that? You really think that? They're dropping bombs on kids every single day. So 
you know, as soon as you remove the feelings and the nonsense out of it, you actually look at the statistics and the reality of the situation, you understand that these people are all psychopathic, control freak murderers, and they should never, ever be anywhere near positions of power. Yet they are. So they need to be restrained, right? The Second Amendment is specifically in place, specifically in place, so that when government gets to that tyrannical point, which it always does, we're pretty much there already as we speak, right? The people can refresh the tree of liberty, right? That's what it's for. It's to defend the people against tyrannical government because the founders, right? The founders understood that government, all government, will end up eventually being abused. And it has all throughout history. Every single instance that government gets too big, it always gets turned against the people. Where are we at right now, right? I mean, you know, we're not being killed in the streets yet, but it's pretty close. We've got tyrannical, tyrannical laws created every single day. You know, they're trying to inject us with uh, uh, mandatory injections with uh, vaccines. They want to ban vaping. They want to disarm us. They want to, uh, you know, every day raise taxes, more legislation, more regulations, more rules. And, and these people, they're all exempt from it. So if you're an American citizen, wake up, wake up. These people do not care about any of us. And so Allowing them to have any authority over what we may or may not do is just insanity. These people are the killers, right? The people that are committing crime in this country are the an itsy-bitsy, teeny-weeny, tiny minority of people. You know, crime is basically at an all-time low in this country. Gun crime has been going down for a long time, right? And yes, there are a lot of suicides, but as far as, you know, the, the amount of times that that somebody dies from a firearm being used illegally versus how many times that they're used to prevent crimes and save lives, it just, it's pale in comparison. So, really, the bottom line of this whole situation is that we have a bunch of tyrants that want to disarm peaceful people. That's the bottom line, right? There will always be crime. There will always be gun crime. It's the nature of humanity, right? Humans, humans, are prone to crime. You know, there's just always going to be a small group of us that are prone to crime. And it just so happens to be that the government, right, in its current form, is filled with criminals. So why would we want to give the murderous criminals in government control of our guns? So let's uh, let's go on a little bit more with Beto. Beta Beto! So this guy is an absolute maniac, right? This guy is an absolute maniac. Let me just show you here. Where to go? I headed up. Oh, now he's talking about transgender. Transgender women of color. We can't allow the NRA to set the terms of this debate. We can't allow people sending death threats to set the terms of this debate. We should be following the lead of the students marching for our lives who actually want us to do something about gun violence. This guy is such a loser. He is such a loser. Last night. I was asked if I would buy back AR-15s and AK-47s. I said, hell yes. So, uh, anyways, I don't know where uh, where it is, but um, he also had a tweet. Another another representative said, uh, yeah, my AR-15's ready for you, Beto. Oh, here it is, here it is. This is a death threat representative. Clearly, you shouldn't own an AR-15, and neither should anyone else. This is what Briscoe Kane said. My AR is ready for you, Robert Francis. So, th this guy, talking all tough, but at the same time, you know, is he going to be the one that's going to, uh, you know, go door-to-door -door and buy back AR-15s? Because I can tell you what, the vast majority of gun owners in this country are not going to turn in their firearms. That's just all there is to it. So I don't know if it's intentional that this guy's trying to start a civil war. I don't know if that's the next step in the propaganda machine. It might be. Maybe that's what time it is. Maybe that's what they want. Maybe they want us in the streets, you know, killing killing one another and cops kicking in the doors and killing each other. And, you know, that's what they want because that's what would happen, right? It's disturbing. And this guy is... is He's despicable. He's despicable. I wonder how many of his followers on Twitter are fake. 
It's absolutely disturbing, though, that this little little panty waist, this little panty waist, puny, tiny loser of a man, is gonna sit there and try to try to act tough and try to talk tough, like like he's gonna he's gonna actually do something that uh, you know do. He's gonna go door to door and kick in your door and take her. Hell yeah, we are. I mean. It doesn't get worse than this. He's obviously not going to win. It's obviously going to be Biden or, or Elizabeth Warren, you know, one of the other picks that they have. But it's dangerous that the establishment, because this is the establishment, it is dangerous that the establishment is propping up people with this extreme, extreme rhetoric. I mean, if you watched any of the Democratic debate, I mean, they've just gone so far off the deep end. And there are actual, actual Americans that are agreeing with these people. And it's disturbing. It's 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 just a testament to show how powerful the propaganda really is. That freedom is now unpopular in the United States. Just think about that. Think about it. The the freedom and the free will of the people is now becoming unpopular because these psychos want to regulate every single facet of your life. All right. So I'm done with the gun debate here, guys. It it uh, it upsets me that people get taken into this so easily and they fall for this propaganda so easily. So if you are a responsible gun owner, which I'm sure there are plenty of you out there that are listening right now, I would suggest that you try to educate your fellow friends and family members and uh, kind of fill them in on why this dangerous propaganda is dangerous propaganda so let's move on oh i'm ready to getting ready to ruin our evening here ready friends i pray sir you gotta repent sir you gotta repent sir for murdering baby video unavailable what the heck let me refresh this and see if it helps You gotta repent, sir, for murdering babies. Why? Because it's a sin before God. <sighs> Why? Well, <sighs> stinky breath. Yeah, Why? that's pretty. That's pretty evil of you, sir. Yeah, I am. And, and I hope and pray that you. Yeah. <sighs> well, that's what you do to babies, huh? Yeah, I love it. You love it, huh? Yeah, I do. Okay, I hope that you come to Christ, sir. Oh, I never go to Christ. I hope that you come to Christ. No, sir. I don't go to Christ. Yeah, you. I you, don't listen to Christ. You, you will have a darkened heart, sir. I do have a darkened yeah. heart. Yeah. You have a darkened heart. I do. I do very, very much. And so. you will stand yeah. before God in judgment. Yes, day, I Monday. will. Every day. You will stand before God in judgment. Yes, day, I will. Monday. Every day. All of the babies that I you love have killed. it. I love it. Yeah, keep tearing the babies. Yeah, apart. I will. Keep tearing the babies. I apart. will. Keep keep tearing the babies what? apart. Oh. Yeah, sir. The babies, their blood streams from the ground. So, yeah, pretty disturbing. So I saw that video a long time ago, and, and you know, I thought, I thought the guy was just, uh, I thought the guy was just being crazy and over the top, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, I didn't think he was being serious. Well, it turns out that that guy just died, and he's got, uh, you know, 2,200 preserved fetal remains found on his property. That's right. Same guy in that video right there, you know, like, hacking his gross coffee breath at the guy that was, uh, you know, peacefully protesting outside of the abortion clinic. Turns out he had 2,246 medically preserved fetal remains. You know, when I was younger, I wasn't uh, Mr. Pro-Life or anything like that. You know, I didn't really think anything of it, you know, which I think that's what most people kind of see it as, unless they actually really think about it, right? But it turns out, uh, turns out that the older that I got, especially after having my kid, it made me think that, uh, it's made me think things through a little bit more, and, uh, especially once you really inspect how these abortions are taking place, and, and, you know, the different levels of development throughout the, throughout pregnancy and all that, now, I'm very much more pro-life, now, and, and, uh, you know, another thing that's made me much more pro-life is seeing the disgusting human beings that are involved in the other side of the argument, right? The whole, you know, uh, 
free abortion on demand that that whole crowd i mean it's just disturbing you know what i mean it, it, it's the rhetoric i don't necessarily i don't necessarily think it should be illegal because i don't think it would be stopped i do however think that the rhetoric around it needs to change it should be it should be a thing of absolute shame you know what i mean i, I personally don't believe in it but i don't know if i, I don't necessarily I, it's the same thing with the guns you know what i mean you, you ban the guns People are still going to get guns. The criminals are going to get guns. You know what I mean? But it's the culture around it that disturbs me, right? I would love to eradicate it, right? I think it's disgusting. It's disturbing. And, and I think the people that are just so willing to murder babies up to nine months, right? I mean, that's just murder. It really is. It's murder. You know, I can I can see the logical argument between, you know, like the first trimester. I can see that argument. I don't agree with it, but I can see that argument. But, but up to birth i mean these people are, are insane and uh obviously this is one of the, the monsters right just a total absolute evil evil disgusting disturbing monster right obviously he got off on it you know an evil sick disturbed individual and he's the one he's the one uh, performing all those abortions thousands of them right just imagine being one of the women now that that were his patient and now I have to think, wow, my aborted baby is on this guy's property. Just think about that. That's what nobody's talking about, right? All the women that, because that, you know what? A lot of women that go and have abortions, they, 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 they regret it. They regret it for the rest of their lives, you know? A lot of them try to, try to boast, oh, it's just a women's right, no big deal. No, 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 no. No, deep down inside, you know, your, your biology Everything in your biology screams against abortion, right? Especially women. You know, women have that you know special attachment when it comes to their babies, their kids. You know what I mean? They just, it, it, you know, many of them go through a heartbreak and they mourn the rest of their lives making that decision, right? Now, just think about one of those women that are mourning ever having done this this event in the first place, and they know they went to this guy, right? And they know that there's a good chance that their deceased baby is preserved on this sick bastard's property. I mean, that's that's what nobody's thinking about, right? I mean, that's just pure, absolute insanity and pure evil. Ah, man, I just can't imagine. Just think about think about it. Think about what that looks like. Think about 2,200. 2,200 preserved fetuses. I mean, that's that's like an entire warehouse. I mean, just think about that. Uh. So anybody that's, uh, you know, pro-life, uh, this should be something that should never be forgotten about. And everybody should uh, be sharing this information because these are the sick people that are behind abortions. And, you know, the, the propaganda behind this, turning this into a women's right issue... That's just disgusting too, because it's basically just a front operation for the science and pharmaceutical industry, right? Uh, big pharma, they need the fetuses for the stem cell research. They need the fetuses to uh, create their vaccines. They need the, the, the fetuses. Yeah, that's right. Aborted fetal cells are in vaccines. They need it for medical testing. They need it to make pharmaceutical products. They need it for making pharmaceutical blood products. And that's the thing, nobody, nobody ever makes that connection. It's just, uh, oh, it's just, it's just abortion, one thing, and then the pharma's over here. No, 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 no. That's not the way it works at all. The abortion clinics, they get their remains and they go straight over to pharma and scientific studies and all that, and they need it. They need a steady flow of dead babies to keep their businesses propped up, right? So. You know, for all the women out there, oh, like, oh, it's women's right. No, no, no. You are a product. You are a product. Your aborted baby is a product. That's what it is. And in this instance, well, part of a collection now, right? Your aborted child is part of a sick serial killer's <laughs> collection. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Let's move on. Let's move on because that's just uh, that's just too much. So speaking of propaganda, I found this to be uh, interesting. So uh, let's uh, let's take a little look at this. What does Marianne Williamson have to say on a hot mic? 
it say that Fox News is nicer to me than the lefties are? Sorry? It, what does it say that the conservatives are nicer to me? It's a bizarre world, ma'am. It's such a bizarre world. You know, I'm such a lefty. I mean, I'm a serious lefty. But there's so... I understand why people on the right call them godless. I mean, it's like... I didn't think the left was as mean as the right. They are. Well, I'm, I'm just, just right... Yeah, so uh, I find that to be interesting, right? Hot mic, and it's true, right? It's true. The uh, the the left wing, the the propaganda mill. Look at what look at how they're treating uh, Tulsi Gabbard, Barry Williamson, anybody that they're not directed to prop up, they're gonna treat like garbage, right? So, and that's just the way it is in this country, right? The left has totally lost their minds. And you know me, I'm not I'm not left or right. I'm I'm just a I'm a, I'm a anti-government activist. That's what I am, right? I don't know what I am, but I, I don't, I don't fall on the right or the left, right? But now this whole modern left and the, the propagandists and the mainstream media, all far left, and then all the brainwashed little college kids and all the, the, you know, the crazy people that you know vote Democrat, they've lost their minds. We've got Antifa in the streets. We've got crazy college kids and, you know, just all the insanity coming from the left. So interesting to see a little bit of truth coming out from uh, Marianne Williamson because it's true. And it doesn't matter. That's the thing. The people that support this far left agenda, they don't get it. It's not, it's not, it's not about left or right. It's about these people winning. And it doesn't matter if you are on their side. If you cross them, like Marianne Williamson, if you cross them, you're going to get shut down. That's what they do. To them, it's not left or right either. It's their little group, their little team, and everybody under them that supports all their, oh, abortion rights and feminism, everybody that supports their agenda, you're just being used. You're just a pawn. Antifa punks, you little, little bitch-ass punk Antifa kids, you're just a pawn too. You are being used by the mainstream corporate left. That's what you're being. You're being used by this establishment, all of you. So you got to wake up because it doesn't matter. You can be fully on the side of the this whole left-wing agenda, but it doesn't matter because if you cross them or you step out of line, they will spit you up, chew you out, spit you up and 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 uh, and they will they will toss you to the curb just like they would somebody on the other side of the spectrum. So I thought that was interesting, right? Not going to get too deep into this one. This is going to take a I'm going to have another uh, Another deep dive into the Epstein situation. I don't want people to forget about this, but uh, bottom line is, our entire world, all of our governments and entertainment complex are operated by deviant, sexual predator, pedophile, sick bastards. And, um, you know, the, the Jeffrey Epstein situation, that's part of it. But, I mean, we've been seeing more and more and more of these people getting taken down you know, the whole ruling class are a bunch of sexual deviants, right? So turns out, turns out that uh, uh, Jeffrey Epstein, in his quest to, to spreading his semen all over the world and spreading his genetic code and whatever this wacko is doing, right, has, has been, uh, you know, deeply, deep ties to MIT and other colleges where he was, uh, you know, gifting huge sums of money right, for his various scientific uh, exploits that he wanted to have, right, including the sick, evil, bastard Bill Gates, right? So, looks like yeah, he was pretty tight with Bill Gates, so, you know, Bill Gates is probably one of the most evil men that's walking the face of this earth right now, right? He's pushing, you know, damaging, damaging poisonous vaccines all over the third world. Why? To reduce the population, right? He's into all this eugenics and and uh, you know just just all kinds of sick stuff, right? But he was all tied up with Jeffrey Epstein. So I wonder, I wonder what Bill Gates is up to. Do you think Bill Gates has his flavor of a uh, underage underage kids that he partakes in? Well, of course he does. Anybody hanging out with this dude does. It's not a, well. It's not like it was a secret. Everybody knew. So anybody tied up with Jeffrey Epstein. In my opinion, in my opinion, based on all the evidence, they're guilty, including Bill Gates. And I think Bill Gates, Mr. We're going to spray, we're going to spray particulates in the air, right? Because uh, 
chemtrails are just a conspiracy theory, just like uh, global pedophiles are also a conspiracy theory, right? But, uh, you know, that's what they want to do. Now now they're just admitting it, finally admitting that chemtrails are real, and that's what they want to do, block out the sun for global warming. Man, can you imagine, though, Bill Gates running with this guy. Bill Gates, that creepy, evil, sickening little man, right? Just, if you look at everything that Bill Gates is involved in, I mean, it's just sick. It's all this global transhumanism, eugenics, nasty, evil, vile, anti-human, anti-humanity, disturbing evil stuff. So, I'm going to, I'm going to get back into the, the Epstein stuff here, because you can tell I'm, uh, yeah, I'm a little bit, uh, a little bit passionate about it because these are some of the absolute most evil, vile human beings on the planet, and um, it needs to be exposed. It needs to be talked about. And there are a few mainstream articles that are talking about it, but you know, it's just surface level stuff, right? And of course, they want to brush it under the rug, so it's not like we're getting, you know, a real focused spotlight, right? Now it's uh, Brett Kavanaugh, right? Brett Kavanaugh and this and that, and, oh, gun control, and you know, everything that they like to do to shove down our throats, all the various pieces of propaganda, when we have global pedophile conspiracy right in front of us, right? And it's just getting brushed under the rug. Brushed under the rug. It's a crazy world that we live in, isn't it? It is a crazy world that we live in. So I know I'm a little bit late to the party here, but... Uh, the architects and engineers for 9-11 Truth uh, released the University of Alaska Fairbanks study where they have proven a doctorate and, and the uh, a doctor and his entire team proved that the World Trade Center Building 7 did not go down due to fires. It was likely a controlled demolition, which we all knew, right? Another another uh, crazy conspiracy theory, right? We're supposed to think that it's completely completely normal for a uh, a building for the first time in history to uh, collapse at free fall speeds, you know, better than any professional de demolition team could possibly do, and we're supposed to believe that it just collapsed at free fall speeds due to a few uh, office fires, right? Can you believe that there's still people? that exist on this planet that still believe <laughs> that still believe the official 9-11 conspiracy theory story, right? I mean, it, it's just it's the most obvious, most ludicrous conspiracy that has ever been put in front of the public in such a manner and people still believe that two planes took down three buildings and that, uh, you know, another building went down in, in Shanksville, uh, another plane went down in Shanksville, and there's zero evidence of an airplane, and, a, and another plane went into the Pentagon, yet there's, there's uh, you know, one little little section of rubble, right? It's just, and that, uh, you know, magically, magically, uh, passports floated down from the Twin Towers and landed right at the front of the FBI agent's feet, and he picked, Wow! Wow, it was this guy. We knew it all along. It was the Arabs. And now we've uh, we've lost thousands and thousands of lives, millions of lives over in the Middle East. All to further the agenda of the Israeli war machine, the Greater Israel Project, the Project for a New American Century. But now, at least we have uh, scientific evidence. So, for all those people that love science, they're like, yeah, I love science. Are you now going to become a 9-11 truther now that solid, scientific, reputable evidence is now out showing that the official government story does no, does, it does, it no longer jives, it no longer lines up with what they're telling us, right? The scientific evidence points elsewhere. So, for all those people out there like, yeah, I really love science and truth, and boy, I'm a skeptic. Well, now what? The evidence again, is on the side of all of us crazy tinfoil hat conspiracy theorists. So are you going to join us finally? Or are you just going to be insane and uh, go back into your little hole of cognitive cognitive dissonance and uh, get back to your uh, your college studies and, uh, you know, turn on your CNN and, uh, you know, get your fill of the news? Or are you going to stand with the rest of us 
stand against tyranny and stand against the, the psychopaths that would pull off an event like this? I guess it's up to you. I think, uh, I think that's going to have to do it for tonight. You know, we live in, a, in, a, in interesting times, right? So we live in interesting times where we have unlimited, unlimited, instantaneous information delivered to us in the palm of our hands. We have these super ultra-powerful handheld computers right in our hands, right? And people can research these things, right? People can research all of this. Like, there's evidence for all this stuff that we talk about, right? Just pure, open evidence. And anybody can find it within seconds, right? But that time is 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 fleeting, right? We've got the censorship machines. We've got Google with just just control of you know 95% of all search. We've got YouTube taking people down arbitrarily because they speak out against the establishment. And the belt is tightening around the freedom on the internet, right? My opinion is if we lose the freedom on the internet to say what we need to say, right? If we lose it, if we lose it, and these and these alternative platforms, they drop like flies because they get the cancel, the cancel machine of the propaganda, corporate propaganda arm comes out and takes them down, right? If we lose the free and open internet, I believe that we have a chance to lose humanity, right? Because if we don't have if we don't have the ability to get the information out there to counter this transhumanism and eugenics and just evil evil agenda that these people have right if we don't have the ability to counter that then we're done because they've got the schools they've got they've got uh, you know the government the biggest employer in the country right they have they have control of the information but the internet has given us the ability to counter this right so in my opinion, the most important the most important battle that we have to face in modern history is freedom over the internet, freedom of speech. Because if we lose it, we have the chance of losing humanity entirely. So spread the word about free speech online. I appreciate everybody tuning in. Uh, be sure to check out my channel on BitChute. It is a free speech alternative to YouTube. Uh, you can also find the podcast anywhere. Podcast can be found. It's on the iTunes Store, Podcast Addicts, Spreaker, all the various things, right? Uh, I appreciate also all the support. Uh, tune in very soon for another show. Uh, I've got a lot of videos planned for this week and a couple of other, other uh, live streams will be coming right around the corner. Uh, be sure to follow me on all of the mainstream social media except for Facebook because Facebook is garbage. Appreciate you all tuning in. I will talk to you all soon and hope you're having a wonderful evening. Take care.